Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from an undisclosed location somewhere in the greater Boston area, welcome to Bamboozled.Boston, the only New England podcast show that openly engages in wild on-air alcohol consumption, live music, and special guest appearances. Not that anyone needs another reason to drink booze under a semi-solitary circumstance. Remember, we are here with you. Learn with us about the booze we drink here. Here to inform, to inspire, and to imbibe are your hosts, Mike Grady and Sean Cochran. Mike Grady, how are you this evening? How are the COVIDs treating you? The COVIDs are treating me quite well, sir. I actually went into a store six weeks ago. I walked into a store, and six weeks later, I walked into a store. I went to Shaw's in New Hampshire. Okay. And um, what was the climate? I mean, were people... One-way aisles. Everybody wore a mask. Everybody was nice. Everybody kept six feet away from each other. Okay. And there was plenty of food for everybody. So people don't worry. And nobody was like super pissy about the scenario. I mean, once I was in the market basket and there was, uh, you know, some zombie-like people that just was still trying to figure out how this works. I mean, let's face it. It's still very odd, but uh, I don't know. Whatever. You know, we're going to get through it, but I like it. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> I don't, listen, you don't like it. I mean, you like it. It's, it's, it's a little awkward, but you know, I, I, it's what I mean by that is that I don't, I, I don't find it particularly intimidating. You walk into the store, you go one way down an aisle, you wear your mask, you keep your right. distance, you do what's right and just go and li- and go on with your life. It's, it's people are, you know, the, the whole thing with being a victim and all of that stuff, you know, just do, do your best. Make sure you protect your fellow man, take care of each other, and we'll be fine. Excellent. That's, I, I, to, I couldn't agree more. So, more. so Mike, today, t- this, tonight's segment is the fourth segment in the bamboozled.boston um, catalog. And uh, tonight is a very special night, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Oh. We have... A very special guest this evening, a musical guest, and his name is Dave Stenya. Where is he? Dave, are you there? I'm here. What's up, guys? Minga, dude, huh? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I haven't died yet, so, you know, things are looking up. I do. You look good. Everybody, uh, we are all in separate locations, obviously. Uh, We're still in isolation. Dave is in his uh, man, what do you call this? A man town or studio? Boiler room. Boiler room. Yeah. A lot of very special things happen in in boiler room. So I'm in the boiler sure. room. Yeah, yeah. It's hot, sweaty. <laughs> Every time I walk out of here, I I don't know what just happened. <laughs> you feel like you need a shower. I know. <laughs> oh, I, I need a shower. I don't feel like I. I know I need one. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So Dave, you uh, so Dave, so Dave and I have quite the history since what 2004. Anyways. Yeah. We've played in the same band on and off, probably more. I don't even on. look at it as years. As, I look at it as pounds. It was it's like fun. forty-five. <laughs> it was like forty-five pounds ago. So. <laughs> How long ago? Well, I was still in thirty-two jeans, so it must have been around two thousand. You know? <laughs> I got photos of us. We were all skinnier back then. Yeah, that's for oh sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. for sure. That's the penalty for not dying. It's called getting fat. You know what I mean? The longer you live, you know. Hey, oh, you want to keep living? All right, just gonna keep on getting fat or lose your hair or go gray. Pick one, pick one, or you can might even have all three. You know, <laughs> I think we're all doing pretty good in the hair department. I mean, uh, Mike, you got a good good head of hair. I can't. I got my COVID uh, nice. shrub going on the top of my head. I'm like Lyle Lovett meets 
Chewbacca. It's really, I just can't, you know. Uh, I, I have to say, I, I have a very special connection. My sister, who's a hairdresser, moved in down the street from us here a few. Oh, that's very lucky. Few, yeah, about a month and a half ago or so. And um, I was able, she was able to come up. We've actually been seeing each other. Um, and so she's on my very short list of people that I've actually seen outside of the immediate family. It's been us and my niece and uh, my brother-in-law. And so she gave us all haircuts last I think it was Sunday and it was, I mean, we felt like we, we felt like it was world war two Nazi Germany and someone smuggled in like a case of cigarettes, booze and chocolates or something. It was like, I mean, we, we, we made, we made a ton of food. We hung out. I mean, people were so, I mean, it just really puts everything in perspective because it just, we were all like, Oh my God, we got haircuts. It was like, (laughs) seriously, I mean, it really puts things in perspective, man. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't normally be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, people were like, oh my God, this is amazing. Missy got her hair done this week and she's like a new person. It's like, wow, God, that's where we're at right now. You guys did. Contraband. You did look, I mean, Missy, Missy look, uh, Missy always looks great, but she looks extra special good tonight. Yeah, yeah. She just got got her hair done. She's so psyched. I mean, she's been. She was right. She, I mean, it's funny. You want you want to get it. You know, women are all about like, and I'm not. This is allegedly. You know, women are all about basically rules, 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 rules. And then there's a certain tipping point when it comes to certain mm-hmm. things about the beauty spectrum. And I basically feel like another week, and she would have been like crawling under barbed wire under the cover of night, <laughs> the black of night, to get her hair done. <laughs> Dude, uh, listen. I, I get it. Listen. I, so I haven't had had my hair cut since the shutdown. Obviously, yep. I mean, look at me. We're wow. on video here. Yeah, so I've had mine cut. Well, you did yours, and actually, yours looks great. Considering well, you got the flow beat, it was unprofessionally so done. Yeah, yeah. No, it was unpro- I had my girlfriend cut my hair. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks great. It looks She's great. like, well, we normally use these on the dog. These, this is. <laughs> I think they're pretty sharp. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just blow the fleas off it. What is the hair dryer? Yeah. <laughs> <That's perfect. laughs> I actually, so I have an appointment tomorrow to get my hair cut. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, nobody knows this. Well, I mean, you guys know it, but so I do heat, I do air conditioning. So somebody had a broken air conditioner and I had to blackmail this person into it, but she's going to go unnamed. Mm-hmm. Mike, you know exactly who this is, and uh, to cut my hair illegally. But we don't talk about the illegalities of it all. But you know, seriously, come on. Hey, man, if everybody wears masks and you know, yeah, we're gonna wear masks. Just hold your breath for forty-five minutes every time she faces you. You'll be fine. That's you fine. Know? We're all gonna wear. Masks. It's 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 gonna be in good shape. It's gonna be in yeah. good shape. But uh, so. We should we should move on to the next part of you know the other portion of the of the show. And uh, Mike, what are we um, what are we looking at tonight? What what is our special uh, cocktail of choice? Well, here we go. Booze, the first frontier. These are the voyages of Bamboozle Dot Boston. To inform, to inspire, to imbibe. This week's booze log, May 14th, 2020. We will introduce you this week to the history of Irish whiskey, specifically the brand Jameson's. Here is Sean and Mike. Jameson's whiskey. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I feel really special. I mean, I got introduced twice tonight. This That's is- amazing. <laughs> you guys, you, you definitely need some canned music behind this. It sounds like something from like Game of Thrones, kind of like very Vikings, <laughs> almost like uh, on uh, on Star Wars. Dun, 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 dun. James well, is ours. Like, I feel like we should be riding into battle right now, Dave. It, 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 I'll send you the post production version. Mike recorded an amazing, amazing segue. <laughs> A uh, piece of I'm music today, and, you, and Mike, you played every instrument today. Yeah, I did. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Dave. Oh. What do you hear? You'll hear. It. I'll send it to you later. If I, nice. Once I wake up, because I I've learned not to uh, not to do any uh, post production work after drinking, because then it's you know then I put Maiden into the mix and it's just it falls apart. <laughs> Just figured this out recently. <laughs> so wait a minute. I shouldn't be doing any critical tasks or not even critical tasks. There shouldn't be anything that's actually important after I've been. Wow. Man, I'm so glad I figured that out after 35 years. Right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, Mike, what year was Jameson? Uh... Well, you know what? What's your reference? Are you, are you Wikipedian or what, what are we doing tonight? Let's, let's hold off for a second. Let's talk about <laughs> talk briefly before we talk about a specific name brand let's talk about the actual type of whiskey that we're speaking about tonight so check this out hey you want to piss off a bunch of irishmen tell them that the scottish brought whiskey to ireland this is about a bunch of scottish people tell them that the irish brought whiskey to scotland you want to piss them all off tell them it was the english that did it there are, theories, there are theories that whiskey making in Ireland started there, but there's not a lot of evidence. But they do believe that it was the missionaries who, through distillation, primarily for perfumes and medicines, the Irish modified the process and started distilling beer, and somewhere down the line, whiskey was created. However, it didn't actually appear till the middle of the 19th century, and the Irish whiskey was the most popular. But from the late 1800s on, there was a series of setbacks, and suddenly Irish whiskey was not so popular. The interesting thing is that it declined also through the 20th century, but now it's enjoying a specific type of renaissance. So quickly, let's cover with you the actual types of Irish whiskey. There is Irish malt, Irish grain, Irish pot, and Irish blended. Irish pot. Irish pot. Sorry. So we have got all of these (laughs) Irish whiskeys. One thing about Irish whiskey is traditionally it's triple distilled. And there's this interesting thing about the fact that they put the E in whiskey. There are many theories. The one that makes the most sense is from the years of Irish whiskey's dominance around the world. Listen to this quick story, and then we're going to move on to Jameson's. With Irish whiskey so popular, other producers, including those from Scotland, started making whiskey of a similar style to try and compete. Sometimes these whiskeys had a shady background, which Scottish whiskey shipped to Ireland to be blended with a small amount of young Irish spirit before laboring as Irish whiskey. And the genuine Irish producers needed a way to distinguish themselves. Hence, they added the E. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> e? A? No, E. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat, man. Keep going. Hey. Well, no, I'm done with the Irish whiskey. We're not going to delve too deeply into it because we got to get about well, Jameson's. John Jameson, in fact. So tell us some stuff, Mr. Cochran. 
Jameson's is the best booze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyway, Dude, so we, I so really we like Jameson. <laughs> Jameson's the best. So totally rocks. We had a, uh, um, it is. We, we usually do like a little pre-show in the green room. We, you know, we, we chat, green? we do this in the, the green, I don't see. Uh, so in the green we, have room. Our, we, we have our first cocktail. Uh, we had quite the, uh, pre-show, um, you know, discussion this evening. So we're, you know, things are great. I'm really, really feeling this Jameson thing. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so John Jameson, he lived between 1740 and 1823. He was originally a lawyer from Aloha, which is in Scotland, not like Aloha, as in from Hawaii. Um, before he founded his distillery um, in Dublin in 1780, so he was a lawyer first. Previous to finding that, he married, he had an eldest son, everything was awesome, and he joined the um, convivial, oh my word, what kind of word is that? Anyway, he was a Freemason, and he started brewing Irish whiskey a distillation process that started at Bow Street. In 1805, he joined his son, John Jameson, who took over the family business. And therefore, Jameson's was born. <clears throat> However, in the 19th century, there were some turbulent times for whiskey. Nevertheless, Jameson's has survived as a premier whiskey that all of us here like to drink. In fact, Dave Stenia is now hugging his bottle of Jameson's whiskey. <laughs> I'm going to hug. I'm like a lullaby, so I just feel <laughs> That is not the first time I've seen you hug a Jameson bottle. No, it is not. No. I wish I had every bottle I've ever drank so I could build a house out of it. You could build a, you could build out of the money I spent on it in, yeah. in the actual bottles. You could. You could. So it'd be solar powered, but it'd be green, mm. obviously, because the bottle is green. Important. Which is, you know, which is fantastic. Um, so a convivial. Convivial. Convivial, man. Yeah. That word like completely threw me for a second. <clears throat> so I've been to Bow Street down in in Dublin to uh, to the actual Jameson uh, original distillery. Do tell. Well, uh, uh, Aaron, uh, Miss Erin and I went to uh, to Ireland. It was probably what two years ago. It was probably it was either three years, two or three years ago, and uh, we did a train ride to the whole thing. So we went to Dublin. And of course, we had to go to the Guinness uh, factory, yep. a brewery. I call it factory, whatever. And then we went to the uh, Jameson. So the Jameson uh, Distillery on Bow Street is actually just a museum, but it is also a. Hold on, I can't say just a museum because they're actually they're aging, they're aging some of the um, the whiskeys on site as well. But uh, if anybody's ever been there. You walk in, it's Jameson, Jameson, Jameson. It's a big, uh, big pub. Mm -hmm. And there is the thing that I really enjoyed about that is there is the floor is glass in some places. And you walk over the old uh, fire, I'm going to use the term kiln, but you know, just ovens where they used to, you know, stoke the fires to make the, uh, the pots, which the pots are where the people are now in the museum. Uh, there's some pretty cool artifacts because it's obviously pretty old. But um, yeah, Jameson's is great. I mean, Dublin's great. All of Ireland's great. You guys are great. Ireland is amazing. You know, when I went over the variety of the variety of whiskeys that are produced, that Jameson's is a single pot still whiskey. It's a, basically a blend of grain whiskey. It uses a mixture of malted and unmalted or green Irish barley, all sourced from within a fifty mile radius around the distillery in Cork. The barley is dried in a closed kiln fired by natural gas. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you can just yeah. finish every sentence with that. So, <laughs> and like, it's amazing. Mike, I, I love the fact that you're a school teacher and like, we are like, we are in class. I mean, get the, uh, get the yard stick out and pay attention. That's the only where we're at. is that when I do something like this in my class, half my students look like they're ready to fall asleep. Especially well, we, <laughs> we have a similar look, but it's not sleep. Uh, the Jamesons. The, the Jamesons. Jamesons. <laughs> so, so Dave, what? Talk to me, Dave. Okay. So, what well, you, I don't know. What's your? What's your? What's, what's your favorite part? Your favorite way to drink Jameson? Honestly. You know, all right. So it's a two-part answer. My absolute favorite way to drink Jameson is on the rocks in a fine crystal glass like this. Mm, um, I think this is actually crystal from Ireland, actually, I believe, Ooh. if I'm correct. Okay. Um, and as the ice starts to melt, it just gets the most sweetest, most... It's just literally a glass of heaven. It's just... it's. Um, it's it just cuts it just enough, and it just completely makes all the flavor just so amazing. So, to me, that's my absolute favorite way. A okay. second would be uh, Jameson ginger. That's what I'm drinking right you know now. I mean, I I love a good Jameson and ginger, especially when I'm out. Um, you know, I'll switch over to those because if you if you're not careful, you know. These will these will put you in an interesting yeah, place. I used to drink these exclusively for years, but as if it was like your one source of hydration. Yeah, and then the, and then the problem was we switched over from Jaeger shots to Jameson shots, so it was Jameson shots with the back of Jameson. So I mean, I was I was um, overindulging quite a bit, so I had to switch to JMO, well, so JMO ginger. Something to to dither it down to to yeah, mix the yeah because yeah, so yeah, I, I want to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like I, I sure it allows me to actually you know hide you know, not that you're actually really hydrating, but it allows you to enjoy more drinks without you know putting yourself in a you know especially if you're going out for the night. Well, I, we should preface this for people that don't know. Uh, in this, um, you know, we're all professional musicians here, and in, in addition to what else we uh, do uh, as well. Which means, you know, for the most part, I don't go out to a bar for 45 minutes or a half hour. You know, when I'm in a bar, I'm usually there from, you know, 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night till closing. Yeah. Load so in it, to load yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I want to, you know, I want to be able to drink while I'm there, you know, and, and enjoy it. So, um, but yeah, man, it's once, once, you, once you taste the, the demon elixir, you once can't it go back. Once it hits the lips. Yeah, once it hits the lips, it's sure. over. It's over so the reason I asked you is because I wanted to hear it's like a glass of heaven because you've said oh. that so many times. You've mm -hmm. said it at, let's say, maybe 8 p.m. Yep. You've said it at 11 p.m. Yep. You've said it at eh, 1 p.m. And, and you've said it at 5 a.m. with me. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it's still... And it's still heaven, even at that oh, hour. It absolutely is. It's crazy. And, you know, I, 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 it's funny because this is like an alternative discussion, but it's, <clears throat> uh, you know, whenever I tell people who are trying to quit smoking or, or whatever or struggling with all that, because I quit smoking in 2014. And, Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had one since. And, um, Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were like, oh, you know, you know, and I was, and I always would basically sort of tell people like, 
listen, if, if you literally want to have the most incredible experience of your entire life, you play a gig, you've got a nice smooth buzz going on, and then you go and you chill out and you sit down later and you light up your favorite smoking tobacco of choice sure, and a Jameson on the rocks. And that's gentlemanly living right there, right? Yeah. And, you know, granted, I'm not condoning it. I've quit it because I'm not stupid and I know the health effects. But, but... In a in a liberty <laughs> society, if there's you know if if you're young and you're you know whatever, um, it's kind of like uh, this cartoon I saw once by Jack Handy, and it said, "I don't condone children start smoking, but if you already smoke, it's good, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, but. I- but I get it. Wow. I get it. I get it. I don't say start smoking, but if you did, it's good. But my point is, there's certain combinations of factors with certain types of booze. Um, and, you know, I mean, you know, why do you think people love Bloody Marys in the morning? You know sure. what I mean? When you wake up, there's certain things that just, man, they're just perfect. You know, cold beer on a hot day. You know, when it's 95 degrees out and you're outside, you want to have a cold beer. I don't necessarily want to have a Jameson. You know what I mean? There's certain sure. times of things, but... Um, you know, like I tell people a lot of times, you know, my rule has always been, which has kept me, <laughs> I wouldn't say straight and narrow, but the, no the day relatively windy is, you know, I, I don't, I don't imbibe when the sun is still shining. I try right. to stay, I keep the brown liquor in the cabinet until after the sun sets. You know? And it, it, it does keep you safe. It, yeah. I understand that. But yeah. I just can't resist. Yeah. yeah. You know how that works. <laughs> but hey, it's also where you got, you know, what you got, what responsibility you have. Cause man, if you have no responsibilities and you're on, you're in vacation island time, then, you know, me casa su casa. But. Like, like Miami on a boat? No, I get it. You know, <laughs> With a bunch of randos. <laughs> That's totally safe. So that place of comfort, I can't even tell how many gigs. I mean, whether I'm walking there from the dockside or the Pelham. And to walk up, and you're sitting back in the day, mm-hmm. and you'd sit at the old house, mm-hmm. you know, at the, at the slider, and oh, you'd yeah. have some groovy music going, and the cigarette, Listening and it was party. like, dude, that was your Listening happy party. spot. Absolutely, yeah. man. Dude, that was your you happy know? spot. And so, and so what's changed for me is simply I've just removed the tobacco. So, like, my, sure. again, you know, if I could have my, you know, my happy spot is... You know, if you have a good sound system, which, you know, I'm sure we all do here and you get to listen to your, you know, you put on your tunes that you're into and you get to have a nice cocktail. I mean, honestly, it's, 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 it's such a simple thing, but yet to tie it in, it's like, if you went back to when John Jameson did this, right? Sure. sure. So back then, you know, you couldn't put on your favorite tune. There was no record players in 16, right. whatever it was. So nope. you had to go and see, you had to go to see an orchestra or chamber music or whatever. And guess what? Depending on where you lived, if you lived in the country, that might only be a few times a year or it might only be in church. So, you know, yes, we take, we, we just, we laugh it off now as like, oh, we listen to our favorite songs and, you know, have a, have a cocktail and really enjoy it. But man, it's awesome now, and we can do it whenever we want. Imagine how awesome it must have been back then, when it was like we're go- we're traveling by horse and buggy to somebody's house, and they have a chamber orchestra there, and sure. we're going to sit there and, and have a few sips of this and listen to music in some beautiful hall. It must have been absolutely spellbinding, like amazing, right? You're hitting you're hitting a really good point of one of the reasons why we do this podcast is 
the consumption of alcohol and what it really does for us. Yeah. And it, tra- it takes a moment and transcends us to something and makes it more special. And I'm not talking about getting drunk. I'm talking about no. the tradition. And that's, this is exactly what you sp- spoke of. And you took it back three or 400 years, but bring it up till now. That's a really big thing. And, and the cold beer on a, sum- on, a, on a hot day, all of those things are memories and things that bind us together. And I think that's just hearing you talk like that made me think about everything that's happening right now and our ability to do some of that stuff. And I found myself thinking back and wanting that those type of things to come back. Absolutely. And that's really like, like because of, because of the COVID-19, is that what you're saying? I lost my, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because, you know, I, I think what it comes down to is it's, so, you know, not to get too crazy, but it's like whether there's a vaccine and it comes about in a few weeks, months, or years, or in a decade, it's not going in the long term to completely stop people from being in social situations with friends, loved ones, or in larger groups at concerts, shows, whatever, having a drink. Because, listen, none of this just happened by accident we're social creatures there's oh, something that draws us that for so long my gosh there's yeah. something that draws us to want to stand if we were in the same room right now hanging out shooting the breeze shooting the shit having a drink playing some tunes right we'd laugh our asses off until we it was time to go home yeah yep. it's that simple right so what do we want to do we want to be able to hang out with each other. We want to sure. be able to have our beverage of choice. And for the most part, me and every person I freaking know wants music to be included in that. Sure. Whether it's live music or recorded music, right? And I really think at a certain point in, our, in this trajectory that people are going to be willing to say, F it. If I'm putting my health on the line, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm just yep. saying at some point in this trajectory of the next 18 months or two and a half years, whatever it's going to be before every single American in this country can go, okay, I'm good. Right. However right. long that's going to take. Yeah. People aren't just going to sit home forever and watch reruns on HBO. No. At some point they're going to say, I need to be around other people and just have the, we all know yes. it. There's a feeling you get sure. when you walk through a crowd and you hear music loud and it's hitting right. you here and you're holding your drink. There's something in that that's intoxicating and it's not just the booze. Sure. Dude, you well, are so on point. You know? We 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 can we can do that safely now. We just to a degree. Could, to a degree. We can. I mean, there's gonna be some idiots, of course, but 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 we, but we can, you know. And there are music venues. I know New Hampshire is uh, open now for some stuff. Um, there's a way to do it. There's definitely a way to do it. But see, I think it goes beyond the safe thing and being able to do it. Because I honestly, I don't really think that it, it, for the true long term, that's really what it is. I think people want to be shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. In a venue, because listen, man, what, like, you know, I was just thinking this the other day and I was like, do you know how good it's going to feel to walk into your favorite bar of choice, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it could be a hole in the wall, it could be whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you know how good it's going to feel to be standing there at 11 o'clock on whatever mm-hmm. night you're there and it's going to be dark in the music and you're going to be shoulder to shoulder talking to a bunch mm-hmm. of people half in the bag. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't even believe how much I took that for granted. How yeah. much fun it's going to be looking over like, oh, look at these guys. Da, 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 da. Or, hey, hey, what's up? What's up, guys? Oh, look. Oh, hey, man. Remember that? Too? Oh, look at this over there. The, the 300 things that are going on in any given second, the sounds, the smells, the vibe, the, every, the nuances, that is like, you can't keep people away from that forever. Even if, even if they can't. said, we're not going to have a, we're not going to have a vaccine for five years. I'm telling you, there's no way people are not going to go and no. stand shoulder to shoulder at a bar for five years. You're so right. Years. It's just You're not so going right. to happen. You're well, gonna, you'll see speakies will open up like it's prohibition. Oh, uh, there uh, may be a few oh, as we speak. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Sign mm-hmm. your name at the door that you're not going to sue me if you get COVID and die. That's it. Well, That's think it. about it. It's all about smart decisions. That's it. If that makes any sense. Because yes. if you could walk into a venue or even a legal, let's say a legal venue that says, okay, we've set up some, um, some boundaries. Your table can hold, you know, four to six people within your social envelope. Uh, these tables are 10 feet apart. If you go to the bathroom, um, you know, you have to maybe put a mask on or something like that. Obviously use hand sanitizer, but you can, you can do that. And you can still have uh, live entertainment, um, but it's going to make it that much more special. Because think about the you know think about the days, even obviously even recently, where things uh, places were at capacity. You know, oh. are, I'm sorry, you have to wait to come in, and, and they do it all the time. Obviously, sure. you know, fire code and stuff. Think about capacity when they let the bars open. You're going to be sitting on the street six feet apart. With your mask on, waiting to get into the venue, it's going to be so weird. So it's going to be so weird. I made I, I I made a prediction. If today they gave a pill, let's say we all got mailed a pill, we took a pill, and today was the day that we were all one hundred percent immune from this hush shit, right? And we could go out to a venue. It's going to be the seventies again, dude. People <laughs> will be oozing out of places. Oh my god. To It'll get in, insane, dude. And you know what it's going to create, though? It's going to create an entire black market economy of people who will do anything to get that. Because let's face it, man, yeah. it's just like when you know <clears throat> that idiot shut down the, that NBA player who went, oh really COVID and went and touched everybody's stuff, and then he tested right. positive two yeah. days later and sure. literally shut down a billion dollar league. Right? Crazy. But, but strangely enough, all those players were able to get tested before anybody could get tested anywhere. Well, you couldn't buy a ooh, test. Yeah, that's, right. That, that's a, so. Yeah. Guess what? If mm-hmm. you're telling me that, <clears throat> because let's face it. And not to get all political, but the mm-hmm. reality is, which I didn't realize this, I didn't know that all of our pharmaceuticals, we, we have the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world here, make trillions of dollars. Sure. But all of our manufacturing is in India and China. So guess what? Doesn't surprise me. You think me. they're going to send it to us first? No. No. So yeah. what we learned from this is, you know what? We spend trillions of dollars in defense. We need to take a percentage of that, just the way we take a percentage for cybersecurity, a percentage for Homeland Security for 9-11. Well, guess what? The new Homeland Security that we've spent we'll $72 some- billion dollars on mm-hmm. or trillion since 9-11 is going to be now Homeland Security is going to be Homeland Security pandemic security. It's just the way that cabinet position didn't exist before 9-11. Now it's going to get 
a budget, a real budget, not, sure. oh, yeah, we'll put something together after it happened. No, 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 no. We need, we need to make these pharmaceuticals in the country here for ourselves. So that way, if they do come up with a pill, we can actually get it. Because you know what? If they came up with one this afternoon, how long do you think it would take before 330 million Americans would each get one? That's a oh, lot of pills. It, 10 years. It's a lot of pills. <laughs> Right, you know, and it'd be a, it'd be a, a ten grand a, a pill. I, I mean, I don't know. But just I mean, so. that's what I'm saying. So there's fu something fundamentally wrong with that. There's now there there is for an entrepreneur, there is for a company or a government entity to step in and say, mm. we we can't have this happen like this. Th this is, this is a, this is the United States of yeah, America yeah. for Christ's sake. This isn't Soviet Russia. This isn't China. Right. right. Somebody, Elon Musk is going to be like, all right, I'm going to put the SpaceX thing aside. I'm going to make pills here in this country and I'm going to yeah. get one to every single American within 45 days. That's what, that, that's what it takes. Well, that, it's that, going to take a moonshot of somebody like that. Bill Gates uh, is going to say, there you go. it's going to say, you know what? I'm going to put everything aside. Every single person in the United States is going to get this vaccine or pill within 45 days, regardless of how much money you have. And that's going to change the world, you know, but until that happens, sure. We're going to be it, dinking around like this for 18 months trying to get tested. And I, right. I, I've talked to five people in the last three days because New Hampshire offers free antibody testing. How mm -hmm. many people do you know in New Hampshire have tried to get, have got antibody testing hoping they've got it and they don't have it? <laughs> right. It All sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I haven't met one person who's got it, you know? Well, we could, we, we could have a COVID party. Yeah. And just sit the next two weeks aside. I'll get together, contract it, and just deal with it. And then... Uh, you know, come out in the, in the, in the future, <clears throat> 14 days later. Well, that's hey, hey, Sean. Yes. You know what? What's that? You want to hear some music? Want to hear some music? Oh, do you think, oh, you think we could hear a little Dave, bit of music? Dave Stenya is our musical guest. I got so. <laughs> yeah. He's also our thought provoking guest as well. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Four commercial breaks by now. <laughs> Seriously. There needs to be a producer in the corner going. You, you were dropping truth bombs all over the place. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> Stay on topic. Enough. Cut right. it out. Right. No, it's great, Dave. So, all right, let's let's talk about a few things while you get yourself set up there. Guitar. So, so Dave. So, so Dave, Dave's obviously a guitar player, and um, it's the the yacht yacht club rejects, right? Is that correct? Oh uh, yes, it's the yacht club. Rejects. The yacht club. Rejects. Yeah. You that's, my, Eric, that's my and Eric Spurl. I love Eric. Yeah, it's um, mostly Eric. Although I do have a rotating cast, depending on when Eric is not available, because sometimes he's not available. So sometimes sure. we scale up to a trio or a four piece or whatever. But but eighty five percent, ninety percent is Eric and I. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. So what what you guys have done? Uh, you, you, you've been so I've seen a thousand people play uh, Facebook Live, which is which is good. And some people have put some thought into it, and some people have not. Um, but Dave, your your production that you were able to build between you and Eric in your two separate households, and you you gave me some some technical ramble the other day about how you do it, and I mm -hmm. understand how it works. It's, it's still over my head, but uh, it makes perfect sense. Plastics. Really, yes. Plastics. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, see. That is great. Uh, what, what, it, what it requires is, is quantum science and being able to speed up the speed of light. Once you can do that, it all works. So if you can go. I thought tachyons could do that. Yes, tachyon. <laughs> yes. You can go faster than the speed of light. 
Um, what I actually do is transport myself into the future and play with myself, and then it all just works. Well, I've been doing that for years. I'm just waiting to go back in time to prove something positive with it. Do you call it your flux capacitor? Yeah, totally. totally. I put on my tinfoil helmet and just try to play faster. <laughs> so, but anyways, oh, all right. So, the, so what you guys get going is great. Everything works very well. You being a professional musician, you teach, you, uh, you gig obviously with, uh, you still with never in Vegas and, um, the Yacht club rejects and yeah. uh, you do some other stuff, obviously beyond teaching. Do you get any of the projects that you're doing or, yeah, you know, uh, I also, you know, well, I think I mentioned this before, uh, you know, I got into photography t 10 years ago, uh, and, um, you know, that turned into another side gig and <clears throat> Missy does, it's funny because I had different vision for it when we first started. But anyway, it's a ton of real estate photography, real estate Excellent. staging. I do digital floor plans with the whole thing where I go mm -hmm. and measure the house. She takes the pictures and we do the, the virtual floor plans where there's pictures and the floor plan attached. And then I do aerial photography. I'm licensed in that. So somehow photography, which I thought was going to be like portraits, yeah, turned into this whole other thing, which is good because that really it pays the bills and and um, it's fun and it keeps me like in a different thing. I really like you know, this is like a side thing, but I really do enjoy, um, you know, having multiple things. I because I'm such a technically oriented oriented person, um, I like that I can do a bunch of different things and and like it it keeps me interested. If I just did one single thing. Um, I would struggle to, to be innovative because I just, I know I would eventually be like, yeah, whatever. Sure. Knowing myself, I would start to phone in, in a little bit. So, um, I think musically it really helps. Like, I think doing the Yacht Club Rejects thing, like, is like the best thing that I've done musically <clears throat> ever because it's completely made me just be a totally different musician. Good. Which is like awesome. And, and you know, and then on top of it, it's like 70 gigs a year I get from it or whatever, which yeah, is sure. great. And, and, the, and the repertoire, repertoire is, is all fun. over the place. I love yeah, it. I fun. love it. And you guys and then the I got, yacht, yacht and then I got some stuff coming up. Like Robert and I are going to do a live stream, um, uh, hopefully in the next few days. And um, it's like really stuff that I've never played before. Like we're doing like, like um vampire weekend and like uh, yeah. john prine and like sure. a lot of like mgmt and just stuff that i never do in any of my other projects ever so that's dave, fun because he's young you know dave what's yeah, the yeah. best way to find you on the interwebs or the social medias what is well, that uh i got all of them so i have dave stana.com s-t-e-j-n-a.com or you can find me on facebook under never in vegas yacht club rejects instagram all that stuff so it's like instagram uh never instagram slash never in vegas instagram slash yacht club rejects and all the facebook and all that other stuff so if okay you, if you just type in yacht club rejects or never in vegas my face will pop up i moderate so, all the social media for them not for the most part so like you know so we're, we're, we're Mike and I. We're, we're gonna we're gonna post your links and in, in some locatability. Uh, yes, we are. <laughs> 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 
ways to find you. I'm How's a, that? Sorry, I'm going to uh, let people know sorry, where to find you. Yeah, I'm going to let people know where I'm going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have played at the beginning of the broadcast. Uh, yeah, I know. This is great. We got you all tanked up. That's the beauty of this. We drink the booze, and then we leave you One on your take. own. One take. Come on. going to be good. <laughs> One take. All right. So, um, what do you what do you uh, what do you got um, what do you got for right. us tonight, Dave? I don't know. So um, this is something that I did. So like most guys, I have a million. Uh, well, first of all, let's see what we got here. Make sure I'm not blowing anybody away. So um, so let's see what we got for our level now, here. Now keep in oh, mind, Dave, Dave has the best production setup. Here you go. Okay, so oh, that's kind of good. So let's. So Mike. Mike, yes, sir. Grab your mouse, go to your picture on your screen through Squadcast here. Yep. And, and find your microphone. Yep. Put your finger over that. When Dave starts playing, we'll, we'll bow out. We'll just click mute. We'll give him his piece. And Sounds then, like a plan. And when you're done, we'll come right back in. All right, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll just, I don't know. <clears throat> so, this is a little thing that I wrote. It's uh, basically just um, something as like kind of a, a trailer kind of thing. <clears throat> I'm using it as uh, as basically branding for you know whatever it's just like kind of a real kind of thing, but it's basically I'm using it for Yacht Club Rejects intro now for our our YouTube kind of thing, which is something that I just I actually had the tracks up in Logic where I couldn't find anything else that wasn't like nearly completed enough to be able to pull anything. So. Oh, so th this is going to be a multi instrument, uh, multi take, uh, or yeah, is this, I, just, I, just, live? I just pulled up. A, uh, yeah, I just pulled up. A, yeah, I'm going to play live. I'll play all the parts. Okay myself and uh but yeah it's just a multi-track i'm just gonna play all the parts that i wrote so so dave we, I, I i'm tracking some video at some capacity at this yep. point we'll we'll do something with you know the, your video so i'm glad you tilted the camera down i could almost see what i'm really interested in but that's uh you know a little lower let <laughs> uh, <laughs> me back up <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, if you're in a band, it's okay to talk like that, just so people know that. Yeah, everyone's like, "What's that? Oh, what is that?" <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, I don't know how this is gonna go. We'll see. I'll stop if I. You guys can always fix it if I make a mistake. I think it goes something like the. We should be good. All right, I'm gonna turn off my vocal mic so I don't get any bleed. <laughs>
like that. That was great. <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that's your amazing. own audience. That's a, uh, or is that? Oh, that's Mike. <laughs> of course it is. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta hey, remember that, to do that when I'm that, that drunk. That was that was fantastic. Oh my word! Oh my god, so, I've never played that. I, I've never played that song. Like actually played it. I've just recorded it. So I'm like, dude, that oh, was great. Well, you know the parts. You know my favorite part about that whole uh, performance was the is modulation. I, is hold on. Is is I I think that you thought that we heard the tracks. All we oh. heard was you. Oh really? Which is really which no is way. Even, oh, absolutely. Nothing. Dude. It was great. It was really no, good. You, you don't get to do it again. That's, That's the end, the end of, of it. <laughs> <laughs> <I missed you. laughs> but oh, that's but I'll, gonna do but I'll tell you check. what. I'll tell you what, Dave. If if you send me an MP3 or something, I'll do a I'll do a fade or something. Does that oh make sense? God, I'll, I'll, post, yeah, you gotta have the traction. <laughs> so but, but I heard the chord every time you went for that. Uh, I don't oh, know, I both know you, why? Because both I did you. Both of you guys went to Berkeley. I couldn't even tell you what the heck it was. But we no, you that. know why? I remember. No. So hold on, right? So no, no, no. We can't. Come no, 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 no. Uh, How yeah. am I going to pay the cable guy? So here's why I didn't do that. <laughs> no, we got to. It was great, just the way it was. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get a feedback loop or if I play the tracks over the vote. But you guys muted your vote. <laughs> Dave, does that was that a poor presentation? Do you think? Because I thought it was. I mean, the guitar was amazing. Your playing I mean, was stellar, beyond. It was, it was really good. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not probably shitting, not shitting on It you. was like ear candy for my ears. <laughs> All right, Dave Stanya, Dave Stanya, that was an excellent piece. It was really good. I came up with this patch uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, that's cool, man. I yeah, love the I love the, uh, the 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 after effect, the strings, you know, the the, the loop that you do, that magic loop that yeah, is patented, and nobody knows how the yeah, hell you do it. Yeah. Kills me. Yeah, well, there's a lot that goes into it. That's awesome. Quantum that's awesome. physics and things. Quantum physics. That's right. All right. That's so right. I'll, I'll just record it later and send it to you. It's like, I'm, it's like, I don't know, under three minutes. I won't waste our time now. I don't even want Did to Did you say it. 103 minutes? <laughs> under three minutes. <laughs> under three minutes. <laughs> it's under three minutes. It's under three minutes long. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mike Grady. Are you... Your uh, mic's off. Your mic's off, G. Still off. You're still off. Sean Cochran. <laughs> there you are. There you are, Mike Grady. So, uh, so Dave, yeah. I want to thank you for being our first musical guest this evening. Thank you. It's pretty rocking, man. Dude, this is Pissa. And I, I, Wicked uh, Pissa. I, did, I did track some video. Uh, it, I did a super Dave. If you could see the setup that I got going, it is so so ghetto. I love it. It's great. I mean, it's great. iPad from two thousand nine. It's great. It's like it. 
Dude, it is. It's from 2009. It might even 2008, to be honest with you. Well, let me tell you, you can repurpose all this stuff. So dig everything out. You'd be surprised. A lot of this stuff works. Yeah, I can repurpose it. I'm going to hold my door open with it for the rest of the year. I mean, when the, when the wind's blowing nicely, of course. No, no, it still works. It's fine. That's it. The wind. So, um, all right. So this was fun. Uh, Dave, it was nice chatting with you. Big Great time. hearing, hearing your uh, your uh, amazing playing per use. And uh, so, so Dave's saying it. So Dave, wait, again, just on the social medias, do you have a website? What's, yeah, what's your stuff? I, uh, Dave Stana.com, S-T-E-J-N-A.com, Facebook, Dave Stana Guitar.com. I don't know, whatever. Uh, Type it in, whatever it shows yeah, up. Sure. Yacht Club Rejects. Never in Vegas. Some people have heard of Never in Vegas before. Sean may have heard of Never in Vegas before. Well, maybe once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Dave, you remember Key West, where 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 Worm comes? (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) We're up playing last set, right? And Worm comes up, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, Dave." I got like 20 minutes left. He's like, uh, hey, Dave, uh, do you mind if uh, Missy wants to go walk with us over uh, the bar across the street? Um, do, is it cool? You know, it's cool. She, uh, everything will be fine. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to, you know, uh, she just wants to walk over with us and hang out for 20 minutes. I go, yeah, no, no problem, dude. Absolutely. No, no, no problem. No problem. I'll see you in like 20 minutes. Whatever that place is with the tattoo, the body tattoos, right? Yeah, What's yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's a, I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's, it's the tattoos and scars? No, no, no. Not tattoos. The place where you get the airbrush tattoos. Oh, are we going there? What was that? That's for? what. That's what we're going to talk about. So, okay. Well, no. Go goes, ahead. No, no. I'm just missing. Wants to come over. It's me, Heather, and Sean. I go. I go. Yeah. I'm literally got 20, 20 minutes left in the set. I'm the, like, the God Navid. The God Navid. Right. Right. Yeah, so, I'm right. Like, yeah. Thank you very much. Good night. Right. I put down my guitar. I walk over. <laughs> I'm now. Missy's been gone twenty two minutes. I walk in. Heather is naked to the waist, <laughs> sitting there naked to the waist with never in Vegas airbrush across her nether regions. Her upper, to- her upper torso. I know, I know. Yeah. What happened? So recording a new, a new, so we started up again. Yeah. All right. Everybody knows we just got dumped out of out of the uh, the the, uh, the squad cast. Uh, yeah, maybe, the, the, maybe they thought the uh, it was too risque. Too risque. Talking about the topless. Uh, I know. I'll never forget. But that. it was innocent. I walk in, and Missy's like this. She's like this. She's got a she's got a hair dryer like this. Imagine if Jason bottles a hair dryer. <laughs> she's like, Sean's back. She's, I walk and she's like, hey, honey. And Sean's totally <laughs> Heather's sitting there completely nude to the waist, like this. I'm like, oh my God. We're standing there with his freaking Bud Light in his hand. Like, yeah. he's, like, he's, like <laughs> he's like, yeah, what's up? He's got, yeah, he's what? got that warm face, like, yeah, what do you want to do? You know, I'm yeah, like, there you go. It's just, it's Key West. It's Key West. I'm like, I let you guys have her for 20 minutes. There's like multiple <laughs> sex nudity happening right here in body painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you got it took all the fifty five feet for you guys. Let's go get naked and paint our body. <laughs> well, listen, hold on, Key West. All bets are off. I mean, you could you could do all that shit, and and I mean, who really who who gives a shit? And I, I mean, I'll John, the body painter guy, John, 
he uh I, I mean, like to remember his name. <laughs> well, you know, because I negotiate with him, but uh <laughs> remember remember Mules when Mules did his little oh thing. My God, Mules. Literally did his little thing. <laughs> I remember at, uh, I remember oh, Warren's wedding. That was great. Warren's wedding for three days in a row. I Irish goodbye in every single exact moment of the night when I Irish goodbye, and I walked out of where, at whatever bar we were in, and I would just I would walk out of the bar and I would just take a hard right and I would just go down whatever alley was right there. It didn't matter if there's dead rats in the alley right. or. A, a Mexican carpenter. It doesn't matter. I just go out of the club. I, mean, I, I gotta go to bed. I walk out. Irish goodbye. Take a right in the alley. I'd meet mules leaving at the same time. He'd be like, like, he'd be like, he'd be crossing the streams. We'd be walking past. He'd be like, I go, dude, you're going the wrong way. He goes, Arr. like he's walking the opposite direction towards the bar, thinking he's going home. He's like, <laughs> I go, dude. That way. <laughs> Three nights in a row, I meet I, I Irish goodbye and meet mules in the alley, like totally random. It's like it's like it's like uh, it's one forty seven. I'm out of here. I walk out of the alley. Mules is in the alley. <laughs> I lost the I lost the video because the video is key when you do that. That's the mules walk. I know. I get it. It's. Uh, <laughs> he's got his hat on backwards. He's like, oh, I'll kick your ass. I'm not out. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> All right. All right. So whatever that whatever the hell just happened with the we lost the segment. We didn't lose the segment. It just got split. So well, a little the, the first the first like five or six of these are beta testing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're definitely beta, beta testing. I'll beta test out. Yeah. So I think it, it worked well. So so Dave, the mix was great. The vo your vocals it is how many times compressed? Ten. One. No, no, I have ten compressors. That's for oh, all the other stuff. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Mike is Mike's. I don't know if Mike, are you texting? What are you doing? I'm uh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm here with my head down. What do you want from me? What is it? <laughs> Why are you calling me out? He's imbibing. Oh, I, <laughs> yes, I've imbibed quite a bit oh, so far. Oh, you, but you, we gotta get you a bigger bottle. You almost killed that. That's what she Dave, said. Oh, when we started, Dave's got the, that was full. Really? <laughs> oh, you gotta be shitting me. That's why mine was too, but mine's like the, it's like the, I get the big one. How many ounces is this? 1.75 liters. Because it was on sale. Here's what I think we should do. No matter what happens with this, we should just yeah. do this every few weeks just to hang out and crank and talk into mics. Dude, dude, we can totally do this. I mean, but, but the best part, since just the whole thing. Talk, to mics and talk about bullshit. The, the whole bamboozled uh, dot boss. You know, what happened, right? It's supposed to be exactly this. So I don't want to talk about it anyways. Nothing. Right. We're talking. We're talking shit, anyways. Now, Mike. Mike. Mike's the only one that actually had anything good to say about Jameson. But substantial. All, just, all I now I got. I got to wake up tomorrow. I got to clean my microphone. That's what, <laughs> you pull it to yourself. <laughs> oh man. Hey, but listen. Uh, hey, let yes. me let me let me offer a little glimmer of hope to the world. Right? Okay. I'm all right. So, I got a call. Okay. About 10 days ago, and it was on a Saturday night, yep. and it was from my grandmother's facility. And I've been, oh, in, that's I've, been right. in, I've been in contact with them this whole time. 
I got I got the call that we all get, which is shit. Which is I just am informing you that there is a very good chance that the next time you speak with us, I'm gonna be informing you of the worst thing I can tell you. Okay. Uh, right. And I'm like, God, okay. I, so I literally hang up the phone and I sit there the entire night. I didn't sleep. I sat there. I had nightmares when I tried to sleep. Mm. I sat there the whole time. Like, you know, it's like, cause the reality is when you lose anybody in your life, right? That's a person you've known. I mean, she's 103. So I've obviously known her my entire life. Right. Tell, oh look at look at Mike's face. 103 yeah. years old, Mike. 103 years Third old. Thing. 103 years old. She was diagnosed with COVID 30 days ago. Uh. First one in the facility, and she's fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. Finally, I get the call, and it's like she's not eating, she's not drinking, she's super weak. I talked to her on the phone. She's the worst I've ever talked heard her in my entire life. Mm. And it's like, all right, tomorrow morning, it's over. Guess what? She wakes up the next day. I don't feel sick. I feel fine. No, 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 no. That's it. So what I got today was her official graduation as the first person. She was the first person diagnosed with COVID in the entire facility. And she's the first person to graduate as not, not, not passing away and graduate 103 me? years old. That's she nuts. Is, she is symptom-free and has completely beat it and just did a test, and she's out of it. And, and Sean, you're going to love this. You're going to absolutely love what I'm gonna, about to show you. So my grandmother yep. smoked two packs of cigarettes a day until the day until about I was about two, one or two, because when she was carrying me, up the, up the hill from the beach. She got a little winded and she was like, I'm quitting smoking and just quit it like this at the drop of a hat. Didn't even think about it. Right. So she smoked for basically 48 years, 48 years of her life. Okay. So she does all that in summers. She'd be like, it'd be 90 degrees out. We, and we lived in a lake and she'd be like, David, at this point, she's like 80. She's like, Want to split a beer? I go, yeah. And how old were you? I was, uh, at that time, so I was like 30. Oh, okay. All right. Mid-20s, late-20s, whatever. And so she's like, and so you you know how this is. You know how this is. Where you have a fridge in your your garage, right? Yeah. So that's the beer. It's a beer fridge, right? You have beer. You have whatever you want in there, right? So you don't have to go in the house in the summertime, right? Of course. So she's like, she's like, she always, when it get hot, she's like, we got to go pick up a case of beer. Because when it's hot, you got to have a case of beer, right? <laughs> so, this is yesterday, right? She just beat COVID, and they smuggled her in. <laughs> a light. Oh, dude. Are you kidding me? It's her. She's got, a, that's a 16-ounce, yep. that's a 16-ounce uh, bottle can. Yeah. Size Holy of shit. This is her. That's right? what she deserves. Right here, the Bud Light. Look at this. The video. Oh, Dave, can I? Can no, you send? No, it's can cold. You? Look at. She goes. It's, it's cold. cold. It's cold. Yeah. Oh, she goes, it's cold. And the nurse goes. It's best when it's cold. Look, she goes for another swig. Ready? <laughs> a month. A month down on the amazing. cold room. and they brought her in a beer, and and I talked to the director, and he said she's never been so happy. 
Uh, so she what? got to have her beer. I mean, so all this is going on. And yes, God bless her. I'm just saying, guess what? There's hope. Okay. If my 103 year old grandma like that. On, on her deathbed yeah. came back, yeah. came back. Yep. And yesterday sat in bed and they handed her a Bud Light. And she went, Oh, it's cold. And they go, Yeah, it's good. It's cold. And she takes a sip. She goes, Ah, and he takes and then fu- and chased it with another sip. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, I, uh, pretty amazing. Can, can I can I share her photo on the on the web page oh, and stuff and the, the video thing. and stuff? Is that I'll, I'll send you the whole thing because because right that, now, that would the be facilities sending it to like David Muir and all these guys to see. I mean, if, you, if, if like, this if this if this a glimmer of hope, if this all the of this what stuff. Is? Then what and she is, and she can pull this off. Oh, God bless her. I mean, I mean, seriously, God, like, I mean, if that doesn't, I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, it, it's every single day I've gotten a call for them for the last twenty-five <laughs> days, and it's like for about a solid ten days. Every time they called, the and it, it gets to a point where here's what they do: the phone rings, you pick it up. So yeah. the phone rings, and I go like this, and I go, "Okay, prepare." I, I in one point two seconds I go yeah. okay this is it right right, right I'm ready no bad hi Dave no bad news no bad news she's she's okay temperatures moderate and this went on forever mm-hmm. felt like forever and then and then it's oh temperatures <clears throat> dropping temperatures dropping da 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 to the point where they're like we cannot believe it the entire staff is stunned. They thought for sure it was now it was going to be at, what it is. At her facility, did they lose other people to this terrible? Yes. She did. was the first okay. one, so I have this whole three-page okay. write-up that the nurse did, and they were like, they did everything in the world to try to keep people. They stopped people from coming in right around uh, the beginning part part of March there, whatever yep. mid March, and everybody shut everything. Thirteenth, fourteenth, but. Because you could go up to like whatever five days or more without showing symptoms, but still. So somebody on staff obviously must have, or a worker there, because Mm -hmm. they weren't having any guests, must have given it. And now they went from nobody to her to 41 people having it. And (sighs) now she was the first graduate and they're graduating people. And yes, they did lose people. But the thing to keep in mind is the people that they lost were of advanced age. Mm -hmm. Right. And had well, you, you, had you, your grandmother's your grandmother's she's advanced staged, dude. 103. How it's much more do you want to live? You know what I mean? I know, I know. I mean, you know, but the fact is that she was the fact that when they called me and, and they go, Well, we walked into her room, and the first thing she said was, Get the hell out of here, I'm not sick. We go, oh God, she is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless her. Child. Wow. Get the hell out of here. I'm not sick. <laughs> Give me my Bud Light. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. You know, I mean, I don't know. Oh, do this. That's You know what? That's that's a great story. And and and, and, a, and a, at a time when all this so much. Negative. There's negative, so many. Negative. Yes. Negative. World, bad stories. Die, it's like, you know what it is? Yeah. I told yeah. this to the director and he, he really, he, it really meant something to him. I said, you know what the problem? He goes, it's, the, he goes, do you, I need your permission to say, can I put this story out there to the world? I said, my God, yes. Mm, the world needs to hear positivity. Yeah, sure. Because all we hear is, is that COVID is like getting AIDS in 1985. Instant mm. death sentence, you're dead in eight months. Right. You know, back then, you know, obviously COVID is quicker. But point is, 
it's like getting Ebola in the middle of a, of, of a jungle. You're just dead. There's no hope. And I think, you know, she, so she's the second person I personally know who's got it and survived. And they both went, to, went through hell, you know? Yeah, sure. So well, I won't name anybody else, but we both know somebody that. Uh, that yeah. Well, yeah. And he, it, 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 that person was much younger. Right, I mean, yeah, way, yeah. I mean, way younger, and like, younger. and and like, and like, yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> 50, 50 plus years <laughs> younger. <clears throat> so it's amazing how crazy this whole um, th- th- this thing has become, and and how it affects certain people, and uh, you know, I just think my, I'll end with this. It's like you always have to look at everything. You you always have to sort of look at everything moderately, you know, whatever information you're giving from any side, I don't care who it is, whether it's somebody I agree with or somebody I don't, I don't immediately dismiss everything, but man, this has really showed me. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, just it, it's not all fucking doom and gloom. Pardon my, right. friend, I'm sorry, whoever's listening, but if my 103 year old grandmother can, can survive. Sure. You have a chance. Now, unless you have, Horrible diabetes or some or cancer or something. Yes, I get it. All the, yeah. all the disclaimers. We can write all the disclaimers. Of course, of course. But, but the love of God. If you're an average person who gets up every day and does something, right? Mm-hmm. I think you have. You might have a chance, right? Because if my 103 year grandmother who hasn't walked in a straight line in 17 years and is legally right. blind and can't eat or go to the bathroom without, sure. without if she can, if she can make it. I mean, dude, there's there's a chance, a five percent chance. Right, 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 right. All right, Dave, we're gonna lose Mike in two seconds. Uh, so, to talk about production values. Mike does not have a computer charger for his laptop at the desk he's sitting at. So hold on for a second, though. <laughs> Dave, Dave <laughs> hold on for a second, Dave. That is absolutely an incredible story, and I do I want that to be on the podcast i the fa- the fact is is that they're peddling doom and gloom yeah. and your story is yeah. completely opposite of that and people I'm need to hear you. it i'm telling you it has been besides just everything going like i'm living this with you guys just like you are right i'm just i'm a rational american i'm not an idiot and i'm trying to get through this on top of that i'm dealing with that and it's so it's just <laughs> It's in been it's been an insane few weeks. It really has. It, it's just Good. I'm like if you would have ever told me that I'd be sitting here talking about this, because the second it happened, I was like, if she gets it, she's gone. I remember saying, said it "Dude, to I, I can't even imagine that." This is how we're gonna lose her. This is it. And she got it, and I looked at her and I said, "There's no way. There's no way. There is no yeah. way. 103. There's no." way there's no possible way she and she did it it's so good so drinking a bud light i mean like yeah i mean i would i would give her a coors light but that's okay you know i i I get it (laughs) i'm gonna use the drizzly app and send it to her (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine if you gave her an open account with drizzly and she'd be, treat, she'd be treating everybody, which is conversations great. Conversations that went on today, I'm like, I'm going to send the whole hospital literally five cases of beer. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Just, everybody have a good time. Why the just, hell wouldn't you? Just hand them out. Yeah. 
just be, you should be like this. Oh, um, are you going to the bathroom? Just so you know, there's a 12 pack of, of uh, Labatt's ice, right? The ice cold. Labatt's. Grab one. No. <laughs> take one. Just grab one on your way back. All right, guys. Oh, you want a rolling rock? Gonna... <laughs> G Money, we're going to close this out. We're going to close. Oh, no problem. Someone's like, just spend five hundred dollars with your best beer. Ice cold. Oh shit! What happens when I drink? I get chatty, uh, dude. Listen, I'm into it. I'm digging it. And what are you drinking? And, and Dave, what are you drinking this evening? What is the cocktail? I am drinking James's. I was on ice, but the ice is downstairs. So now I'm just, you know, dude. I bring, I bring. A, bring look this at this. Home. I I have a little thermos that I bring ice down in. I am out of ice. It was like it was full. Yeah, my, we talked about this. You were like, "Yeah, it's gonna be twenty minutes." Yeah, twenty minutes. We're we're over. We're well over an hour. Hours, twenty minutes. Forty minutes ago. I got to do some post show editing. It's yeah, gonna yeah, be. Yeah. I got to figure it out. No problem. Hey, well, thanks problem. for inviting me, guys. This is a, this is mentally therapeutic. Whenever I get to hang out with other musicians and just shoot crap, the breeze, whatever, it's therapeutic for me because. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I miss the hang more than anything. You know, playing oh, one thing. And so I, true. And I just, but I just miss the hang, man. I just miss the laughing on stage and joking and, you know, Dude, just seriously. All the shenanigans that go on. That's the thing I go tell people all the time. And they're like, oh, it must be so great plan. I go, yes, that's amazing. I said, but what you don't realize is, is the comments and the stories and the stuff that goes on every second of the gig and, and between sets and before the gig. I go, that's, just comedy gold that you could never experience, man. I go, if you're not, you, you, I go, you literally have no idea what you're missing. <laughs> you, you can't even imagine. Absolutely. No, that's the and, comedy gold. <laughs> and my, my favorite part of, of, of gigging was not even the verbal part. Yeah. Just, just some of the body language. You oh, know, yeah. From, like, it don't, yeah. Yeah. Some of the, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Some of the stupid comments. Look out. You know, all that shit. Craig Spears. <laughs> thank you for, thank you for all that shit. <laughs> day, man. I okay. Until the day I die. <laughs> all right, G Money. G yes, Money, sir. Where you at? Are we going to close this out or what? Let's close it out. So right. tonight we talked about Irish whiskey. We talked about Jameson's, <laughs> and we had an absolute stellar story of hope. <laughs> Dude, absolutely St stellar story of hope. It was great. It was good. <laughs> hey, that's what we're here for. That's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> He's like, it's talking about the guys. I got this, like this thing on my phone. It does this, you know. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Dave, you'll be all right. <laughs> like, you Sorry. got the, the COVID cough over there. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, every time I just, <laughs> whenever I laugh so hard, I can pee my pants. Instead, I just cough and toy. Dude, have a stroke. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this evening. Dave Stenger, our musical guest. Mike Grady, our am amazing, knowledgeable research uh, teacher, host. I, dude, I love you. It was great. I, and, and <laughs> you too, bro. This is great. All right. Both you guys. Love you with you guys. We are bamboozled.boston. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. Last word, Dave? Bye. Bye.